Your workout of the day is pushing in all directions. We have overhead squat, 555-333-1111. What a way to start the week, overhead squat day. Brilliant day. Um, here, there's a note that on this for Wattify for everybody to see that I think is uber important today. For total accumulated load. <coughs> yep. Amazing. 10 so separate scores. 10 separate scores, yeah. And then it adds up to a million kilos or whatever it is at the end. So there's no incentive to, sorry, not no incentive to try and PB, but what we tend to see or do on days like this is we use the fives as a little, oh, no, I'm feeling better. And then the threes to, oh, this is starting to feel a little bit heavy. And then the ones then we really go heavy. And that's, we do four reps that actually help us get yep. a little bit stronger. Whereas we have a chance to like make the fives uncomfortable, make the threes uncomfortable, and then dial into the ones as much as possible. Yeah, we, there's a danger we use eight sets as bridging sets. We're yeah. going to bridge our way to the thing that <laughs> yeah, I care yeah. about at the end. From warm up to workout yeah. kind of thing, yeah. So yeah, every set counts. And every set is a chance to get stronger. So don't miss it is the point. Um, why the name pushing in all directions? I, I like the name here. Yeah, so what I was thinking here is we haven't been overhead squatting a lot. We've been snatching more. So we're in that position and we're effectively overhead squatting as part of the lift. But what we're working on here as much as the overall strength of the body, we're working on the overhead, active overhead position. And we always think about when we're going to fail an overhead squat, it's rarely that your legs can't stand the squat up. It's that you can't hold the bar in the overhead position anymore or you can't lower into the squat with the overhead position anymore. So a lot of it is based around how do we stabilize the load, load overhead? There's three ways we can fail. It goes backwards, it goes forwards, or straight down. <laughs> <laughs> option so, three is not an option, by the way. So when we're, when we're doing that, we're in the position, the bar is probably moving in a micro way as we're changing our position as we lower. So it can be coming forward, so we gotta push back. As we push back, we have to resist it going too far back, so we gotta push forward, and we're constantly pushing up. So it's this micro like adjustment of where the bar is all the time. And we do have to push against the bar wanting to get back to the floor. Yeah. And we're constantly trying to fight that the bar into position. So it's not really uh, like it's very static when you're looking at it, but in internally yeah. we're constantly working. It's kind of like you know when you see someone doing a handstand and they're perfectly still. Yeah. They're working really hard down at their hands. Yeah, they're not still. Like, everything's going there. <sighs> Amazing. That's a, a great name and well described. Nice one. Thank you. Um, let's talk about how we should approach this then. So the fives obviously need to be relatively heavy. How would you would you reverse engineer it and go, here's what I'd love to hit for a single today, like whether it's heavy or a PB or whatever, and then step it back from there? Or what way would you decide on the opening weight? No, I, 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 what I like to do anyway, I like to just stick with the thing that's right in front of me, which is the set of five. So you know, you'll have a time to warm up before it. And I'll probably warm up in sets of two to three max. And when that starts feeling really difficult, then the, the question is, could I squeeze out the last two? Right. Then that'll give me my idea. So if I do that correctly, then the next set of five should probably be the same weight. Yeah. Or slightly heavier, heavier. Or slightly lighter. Like you could say that that wasn't exactly how I'd like it and I need to come back a bit. But it shouldn't really change then across the five all that much. So that first set is really important because I think if you get to that last set of five, you'll be able to figure out the, the increase to the three as well pretty easily because it'll be a micro change. Um, so getting that first set is the key. And then I would warm up enough smaller sets 
and that'll give you an idea. So you kind of mentioned it earlier, we've been snatching a lot and overhead squat in the weightlifting world is like one of the famous accessories that weightlifting coaches argue over. You should or you shouldn't do this. But if we're doing this today and we want it to carry over to the next time we do a heavy snatch or a power snatch, what do we need to do to make sure that that is the case that we get the most out of it today? Yeah, I think in, in our population, the overhead squat, the receiving position overhead is probably the biggest point of difference. And I think it's the, it's the one point of failure that I see above everything else. So I think this is the big work on for most of us. This is getting this position, feeling stronger, more confident. When people are not confident in, in this, when they're snatching, they'll tend to catch it out of position or they'll catch and get out of their catch position very fast. Yeah. Don't want to spend time there because it's deeply uncomfortable. When we overhead squat, we get to control ourselves into the bottom because we get to go slower. We get to apply lots of forces to the bar, control, control, control all the way down. So I would say, like, don't be in too much of a hurry to get through the reps. Try and create as much control over position as you can and just slow down a little bit so that you can just spend a bit more time in these positions. When you go to snatch next time, the body will just remember. Thank you.